What if I told you that the saints get horny too? (laughs) Let's talk about sex, baby. (laughs) Hey guys, I am Rihanna Robinson, wife, mother, career woman, and just me. Some of the hats that I wear outside of being a born and raised church girl. So listen, as I discuss life while trying to keep God at the center of it all. Sounds easy, right? Wrong. Mm -hmm. I said what I said. (laughs) This church girl struggles just like everyone else. So journey with me on my quest to keep it all together. This episode of Church Girl Etc. The podcast starts now. Okay, so this episode, if you do not know by now, is all about S-E-X. And um, I have somebody special with me, um, my big sister, whom I love ever so dearly, Miss Karen Gilmore. Hey, Hey, JK. How are you? I'm good. How you feeling? I'm okay. All is well. All is well. It's good to say that. (laughs) Yes, and it is very good for me to hear you say that. Yeah, it's good to say that. So, So what's up? So, okay. So, I decided, I thought that it would be good um, to talk about sex and I'm going to keep saying the word because people act like it's such a dirty word and it's not. <laughs> um, it's not. But I thought that it was important to talk about sex because um, it's a very taboo topic, especially in the church, but everybody wants to do it. <laughs> so we got to <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> we got to talk about it. Um, you know, I I I feel like um we we are we tell people um not to have sex until they're married. You know, that's what you hear in church all of the time. Don't have sex until you're married. Mm-hmm. And then we get married and then we don't know what to do. We don't know how to please our spouse. We don't know how to please um ourselves we don't know how to have our spouses please us rather um and then we sitting out here looking crazy when you know we have marital issues revolved around sex so help us (laughs) (laughs) help us okay so sex is not a dirty word um we can say it no one is going to get hurt it is not prohibited in the Bible to say no seriously like the word prohibit you from saying the word sex um, so we can we can add it to our lexicon um, yes <laughs> um, as far as I, it makes me sad that church folk are afraid of the word sex or don't want to talk about it. Um, I feel like sex or the topic of sex, um, and this is just my opinion, it is not affiliated with any church or any denomination or anything like that. Um, but I just feel like it is should be taught alongside being taught about the parts of your body. 
mm-hmm. but that it is information that should evolve with, um, I guess, with your understanding. Just mm-hmm. like talk about body, you know what I mean? These are your no-no places. These are the places where, you know, you talk with your doctor and only mommy and or daddy, you know, those types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, because you said, you asked me a lot. Um, you talked about pleasing yourself and pleasing your partner. Um, I have, the older I have gotten, even though I have been a young person who has been out there in the world and trying to keep it peachy and Christ-like, uh, <laughs> having been a young person <laughs> in, in the world, I have done, you know, I have done the things. But as I've gotten older, I realized that sex, <laughs> that sex and all that comes along with it has a very beautiful place within the confines of marriage mm-hmm. that puts me in a weird place and in a very scary place we were talking before we um started recording um it puts me in the middle of the water blindfolded because i'm not married mm-hmm. <laughs> but i feel like it, it has a beautiful place within the confines of marriage because the bible says that the marriage bed is undefiled and right. so that's why it makes me sad when i hear that folks in church are like oh sex I can't say it I can't do this and I can't do that because once you get married you can do all the things right all the things um and I think that a lot of the times they don't know about all of the things so it's like okay I know that sex is penetration and hopefully we get a baby out of the deal you know what I mean like I feel like that's what uninformed saints you know how they kind of just you know all right we 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 supposed to make a baby you know be fruitful and multiply and and that's it when in reality that's not that's not it you like it comes with so much other stuff it's to be enjoyed but let's be sorry i'm not act like i mean forget that we record like in real life like we've heard (laughs) I'm so I'm so serious. Like I've heard horror stories about well, I can't do that to my husband. Jesus is watching. What? Like, why, why can't you do that to your husband? There right. was, I'm not gonna put the I'm not gonna put the person out there, but there was a um an older lady in the church who would make the joke, and I I hope that this is not too crass, but she would make the church whenever a couple would get married in the church she will always walk past the um the people and say jesus can come to now jesus can come to and of course it's a double of course it's of course it's a double entendre mm-hmm. like you have a freedom in the marriage bed that people who are uh fornicating do not right and so i read cool they're really like i guess cover all the bases of oh my gosh what can I do? What can I not do? You know what I mean? In the marriage bed, because scripture is undefiled. What does that mean? That means that the, the marriage bed is pure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, not to say that anything goes, but, you know, for the most part, what you and your husband choose to do is between you and your husband, like, in real life. So the sex part of it, like, what can you do? Like people say, uh, uh, what about all sex? Like, 
okay, does the Bible prohibit it? Right. That's a that's a question you can ask about anything, not just all sex. Does the Bible prohibit it? Right. I I can't think of anything. If there's any Bible scholars out there who can pull me a scripture, fine. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure there are plenty um saints who get on their knees to do more than just pray. Okay. But here's the and this is just okay, so I am, I'm not going to put the name of the company out there, but I am a consultant, right? And people think, oh, it's just about selling. Yeah, it's just about, people think it's just about selling necessities, and it's not. It is, I'll say that some people do. For me, it is not. For Mm -hmm. me, it is education. So some, some people don't like giving what I'll refer to as special kisses. Um... Is it because you are uncomfortable with it? Is it because you think that there's something dirty attached to it? Mm -hmm. Is it because you think about the biological functions attached to that part of the body? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm all over the place talking about it. No, but that makes sense. And I never thought about it that way. Um, I never thought about it that way because you do have people who are uncomfortable. And I guess the the first question is to figure out why and not necessarily trying to figure out the solution first if that makes any sense like figuring out the why behind the issue and then figuring out the solution right and then there is you know being being in a in a committed relationship like that like there's a certain level of intimacy or there should be a certain level of intimacy between two people that that should allow you the safety of being incredibly open mm-hmm. and not trying to be deep or wonderful, but it's it's the same openness that you have when 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 you go to God. Like you go to God open. You're not ashamed, like Lord. I listen. That's what I need from you, Lord, because other than that, it's not going to work. The same right. way you go to God in that way, that's how you should be talking to your partner. Like, hey, listen. I agree. When, 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 when you do that thing down there, I'm gonna need you to do less of this and more of that, or more of this and and less of that. Absolutely. It's that that same open communication should go both ways. And Absolutely. and maybe if you know, have a, if you are fearful or if you are inexperienced in a thing. Be comfortable and oh goodness, be first. Let me say two, two things. One, be comfortable enough to say that. Like, hey, listen, mm-hmm. I don't do it mm-hmm. because I don't like to do it because I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then for the other partner, like, be patient enough to walk the person through what feels good and what doesn't feel good. But don't wait until you're in the throes of the thing to <laughs> want to coach somebody or to right. ask for help. Right, because right. that is that can be that can be frustrating in and of itself. Right, because then it's like, what you're telling me, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it can yeah. it can get it can be kind of sticky. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure egos can get in the way. You know, egos Absolutely. can get in the way. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, so I read this. Um, and I will um. I'll probably like link it on IG or something like that or Facebook. But I read this article 
and it talked about mm. um, myths of sex um, as it pertains to Christianity. And so you, it's funny, you already hit the first one where it's, it's sex is dirty. So that's, that's the first myth. It's, it's not, it's not dirty. <laughs> it's not dirty. How can, it God be, created how can it be dirty if God, if that was one of the first, one of the first like commandments Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. How else are you fruitful and multiply if you do not have sex? Exactly. So how can something that God determined was good be considered dirty? Right. Because listen, all I'm saying is if it is dirty, then yeah, we, me and my husband need to take a bath. That's it. You are saying. funny. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, because at the end of the day, it's a form of communication. Yeah. It is a form of communication. And I have learned um, from um, a counseling session that my husband Mm -hmm. and I went to um, that we have to be intentional about it, too. Like, there are moments where both of us are extremely tired, but sometimes it's like, no. You need to. When the last time have y'all spent that that type of grown up time together? Like you need to do that. You need to make it happen. And how else do you make a practice of becoming one flesh? Right. Right. And you feel so much better when when you do. Yeah, there's a, there's a connection there that can't be be broken it is a reminder of the connection the oneness that you share in god like absolutely absolutely and so the other (laughs) the the second myth um that was in that article is that it is um sex is only for procreation so i'm so okay so with that myth of course we know that's a myth um right well, okay, I'll, let me take that back. Maybe everybody does not know that that's a myth. Um, okay. But it is. We're here to tell you that it is. That is not the truth. And I remember you telling me something before about the clitoris and it being one it's of, full of nerve the... Energy. It being full of nerve and the only... It is the only organ created just for pleasure, and only the women have it. It serves That's no other, no greater purpose. It. Has no other purpose. And so, if God created the clitoris, and that is its only purpose, then how could sex only be for procreation? Not only that, but didn't Paul say it's better to marry than to burn, like because of your passion? So. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no passion in procreation. No, I'm joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's no passion in procreation. Listen, because that science, could happen. Science. That, <laughs> right. That could happen with no type of nothing. It could just be like, no all right, nothing. let's hurry up and get this out of the way. Like you, you see in movies all the time where people stress like ovulation, like, oh, I'm ovulating. Come on. Right now. And the man be so stressed yeah. out. Like, that's what I think of. When I think of that, I saw I saw a movie about some sect of a certain type of Yiddish people who lived in like Brooklyn, New York, and the man and the woman slept in two totally separate beds, and they needed to get 
started on their family. And she remained fully clothed. She raised her gown. He mounted her. He thrust until climax. And it it was as clinical as I just made it sound. And (laughs) he dismounted her and he went back to his own bed. (laughs) That is procreation. Very procreation. (laughs) Very, very dry. And I mean that in every (laughs) sense of the word. Like (laughs) baby, that was clinical. Do you hear me? (laughs) That that's depressing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but no, that that is something very, very sex was meant to be good. It was meant to be pleasurable. It was meant to be enjoyed by us. It was a gift from God. And I thank him for that gift. I think so, 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 so the other myth, the third myth is that there is only one way. And it's funny that you just like described this very clinical situation, but that there's only one way and one shouldn't explore like missionary. Clearly, we all know that missionary is not the only position out here that have people out here, you know, getting theirs. That makes makes me sad. The reason it makes me sad is because when it comes to um, positions, right? I think Mm -hmm. that in situations where the saints feel like Mm. they can't do anything other than missionary they're cheating Mm -hmm. themselves because missionary may not be the position that helps you get to your peak guess what I got a scripture for that you ready yeah come on give us the scripture give us the word you ready now I can't I can't give you I can't give you chapter and verse but it is in first Corinthians women I'm gonna preach it for you ready okay go ahead Get your preaching voice on. Everything, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Come on. So. (laughs) (laughs) Let me stop. Let let me stop playing. No, but in real life. You can, you can try, you can feel vulnerable in everything, but if it doesn't help you or him or y'all, then why do it? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if, if you being in a dominant position helps you, but it doesn't help him, then that may not be a thing for y'all to do. Right. And vice versa. You know what I mean? If you have right. some kind of back issue that doesn't allow you to be in certain positions, then that may not be the thing for you. And not only that, but you know, what's good for you and y'all might not be good for the next couple. Like everything is not for everybody. Right. And right. It's, it's nobody's business what you all try. But again, like that openness and that intimacy should allow you and your 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 husband or you and your wife to explore those things to see what does work for you, what right. is beneficial for y'all. You and then, know? and, and so, it, it might not be just for physical reasons. It might just be for let me see if I like it or not. Right. Or you want to you want to be able to look at your spouse or you want to be able to look at, you know, what you're doing. You want to see all the parts. 
you might want to see all the parts. You know what I mean? You might want to see what them parts look like in the dark. I, my book club just got finished reading this book. And the husband in the book had never seen his wife's body. He knew what they felt like wow. in the dark. But he did not know what they looked like. Hmm. Right. So it's people out here having sex like that with a nightgown on and with a t-shirt on. Yo, it'd be hot. Like... <laughs> with all the lights off and the uh, blackout curtains closed. Jesus. <laughs> the... uh, on... <laughs> like, turn your cell people phone over. It. We don't want no light. No light. From the cell phone. Yeah, Cover no. up. All it's too hot for all of that. Like, why? Why are we doing this when y'all y'all got free reign? Y'all never church though. Y'all can swing from the chandeliers and limp in the church yes. on Sunday. Come on, mother. I love her dearly. I love you. You understand what I'm saying? And, and you the know what? It's funny that you mentioned that quote from her because it. <laughs> I always say that I feel cheated. I feel like the Lord cheated me. Wow. Because he took he 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 you know, he took my dear friend before I got married. Before yeah. I got married and I missed out on the bridal shower gift. Okay. Oh yes. Um and <laughs> yes. for those who are listening, yeah. um the mother um uh of of a, a church. Mother. A mother, mother of a church, yes. <laughs> of a church. Um, that was one of her sayings, the swinging from the chandelier part. Um, but whenever somebody got married, there was a gift. She was notorious. Oh, yeah. The gift included a nice gift. It was cute and dainty and lacy. And then it included a naughty gift, which you probably wouldn't even know how to put on. Dental floss. Basically, and I, I feel yeah. like the Lord took her before I was able to to receive that, um, and that, that's okay. You know, I'm, I've I've dealt with it and I've gotten over it, but I did feel some sort of way. <laughs> you are not both <laughs> because I love the fact that someone, one of the the seasoned saints was mm-hmm. able to say those things and mean it. Yeah. And it, you know what I mean? And and yeah. and it wasn't on some, oh yeah, because you're only doing this because you have to make a baby. It was no. You gotta keep your husband's eyes happy. You gotta keep yeah. your man happy. Period. Yeah. Well, it's okay if that's another conversation to be had. Like, it's okay if he's not that guy. You got some guys that go all out for lingerie and the skimpy mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, some guys don't really care. Yeah. Some guys are like, hubba hubba. Ooh, let me see you. Turn around. Give me a parade. So some guys are like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Take it off. And right. then some guys could care. <laughs> some guys could care less. <laughs> you know right. I mean? Like either way, you, know? you bless me, I'll be satisfied. Th- there you go. <laughs> you know, you 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 might not be here for none of it. Right. You know, or you may you may be a lady who likes her guys to dress up in you know 
the the nice the nice boxes. Yeah, you know what I mean. The yeah. night the nice ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, y'all I'm might be it. a couple that's <laughs> y'all might be a a couple that's into you know the darker side of intimacy as I like to to it. You know, with the whips yeah. and the chains and the yeah. and the handcuffs. Yeah, you know. And everybody's so, got a thing and go ahead so so let me ask you this though before we actually get to the act of having sex um mm-hmm. and before marriage that's oh before. Let's, let's let's focus on that space because okay. i feel like like i said a lot of the times people because we just kind of like jump right in but I feel like a lot of the times we say it but then like I said we're left to figure it out you know it's Mm -hmm. it's just like we don't know how to be a mother we don't know how to but we have people who kind of help us and coaches oh you you test the test the baby's milk on the on your wrist on the inside of your wrist that's how you know it's warm and you know that's how you who where do we get that knowledge from to know how to figure out what we like what we don't like before we even step into these marriages because unless both of you are coming in as virgins then somebody need to know something so the right answer I'm going to say this is me this is me again I'm not affiliated with nobody from nowhere (laughs) <laughs> For me, the right, I'm, I'm so serious. I believe you. you know. <laughs> For me, the right answer is, yes, you both should be virgins coming into it. That way, whatever proclivities you develop, you develop with and for that person. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like whatever likes and, and, and kinks and whatever mm-hmm. you have, you have it for and with that person and that person for and with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And as far as if you if you don't you did not wait, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put it out there. Like for I didn't have anybody to tell me to wait until marriage. Mm. So you you know what I mean? That that mm-hmm. somebody nobody had the conversation to actually say, hey, you should wait. Mm-hmm. So I would say you are somebody who has had somebody to tell you, hey, you should wait. I have nieces. I would tell them to wait. Mm-hmm. And even in your waiting, you should still be able to tell the person that you're waiting for what you like and what you don't like. So how do you figure how do you figure that out? As a virgin meeting your person or as a non-virgin? As a let's let's say as a non-virgin. No, no. Let's say as a virgin first, since we're telling people to wait. As a, let's, say, let's, say, as a vir- let's say as a virgin going into a situation with because okay we 
like you said, uh, two virgins getting together. Nine times out of ten, they are going to figure that out together. But let's say as a right. virgin going into a relationship with someone who is not a virgin. Like, um, uh, what's his name? John Gray, for example. John Gray okay. has made it known that he was a virgin when he and his wife got married. However, she was not. Oh, wow. Right. So yeah. how do you do that when you are like, okay, I got to figure out what I like going into this this space where the territory has already been tested, if that makes any sense. Hmm. That's a good one. I would I would think I would think the best advice would be to just be honest. Mm-hmm. So communication. Com- communi- communication is safety period, especially in, in sexual acts. Mm-hmm. Communication is safety. That way, everyone is safe. No one gets hurt. So <laughs> if I communicate, this is real, you're laughing. <laughs> so no one you're gets laughing. hurt. I love it. No, one get- no, this is so serious. But, like, but that <laughs> means so many different things. Like, like yeah. no one gets hurt. No one's feelings get hurt. No one gets hurt physically because I, I, listen, sex sent me to the ER is a real show. No one gets hurt. I mean, you know, if you're a virgin, it's just like, you know, and it also takes patience on the patience on the other person's part. But if you're a virgin dealing with somebody who has had experience, you can say, I have done X, Y, Z. That allows the experienced person to know, okay, you haven't done this. For you as the inexperienced go this far and no further at this time. Mm-hmm. I may mm-hmm. be willing to go further. But right now I'm only comfortable enough to go this far. Right. You know what I mean? Or, you know, this is uncomfortable for me right now. That is painful. Can you slow down? Can you can you wait this a is moment? Overall communication. It's just overall open just and talking honest it communication. Out. That's mm-hmm. it and that's all. You know, I'm cold. Can you turn uh, the fan off? Any of- <laughs> Can you turn the heat on? I'm oh, so serious. I believe you. Matter. I believe you because they can they can be mood changers. It's probably the way I'm saying it, but like I'm I'm so <laughs> No, I believe you. Well, I know you're serious. You. Yeah, they because they can they can totally you. affect the mood. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um and so okay, so what what about someone who is not a virgin, a virgin going into a relationship with someone else who is not a virgin because both of them probably like yeah I know what I'm doing but do you really you mean you may have known what you were doing beforehand but in this space this relationship Bobby may not like for you to play with certain parts of his body he may not like that not only that, but it depends on it depends on your level of experience, and it depends on your your experiences up to that point. 
Like you could be a person who has been having sex for years, but who has not experienced a true orgasm. What even is the point? (laughs) What even is the? I mean, horrible for people. When I hear that, I feel very bad when I hear people say that. But I think that is another thing that um, some Christians miss out on because they are ill-informed when it comes to their own bodies. Not even only that. Some have been, not to get all into psychological stuff, but some people have been so trained I'll say you can't see my air quotes to please other people Mm -hmm. that they think that they don't like certain acts because they how can I put it you might think that you don't like special kisses because the the way the person does it you don't like it Mm -hmm. if that makes something too fast or too slow so you just Mm -hmm. think and it doesn't please you so you just think that you don't like the act Right, but because you won't speak up for and say, "Hey, can you can you slow down a little bit? I would like it if you did it a little slower." So you know, self advocating, self advocacy is big. Mm. But if you don't know it, if you don't know that you have that option to say, because you are subject to your husband, mm-hmm. Or pleasure is not for the woman. It's just for procreation. Like sex is just for procreation. So forget about having an order. Just have a baby. That's it. Hmm. You know, if you don't think you have an option or that pleasure is something to be achieved, it's something that you can actually seek out or work toward if you've never had one. What is that show? Um, Is it Married at First Sight? And the girl kept referring to orgasms as having chocolate. And she had never <laughs> had chocolate. Then her and her husband, even after a year of marriage, they followed up with um, them. She had still not had chocolate a year later. But oh, no. her husband was like, I am determined for my wife to give to her chocolate. chocolate. He was determined to give her chocolate. Wow. And so it just may have been that they just had not found the thing that works. You know, for some women, it may be that it requires oral genital stimulation to orgasm followed by internal penetration. I hope I said that in a way that people can understand in case the kids are in the room. You know what I mean? (laughs) It may be that, you know, you got that Nintendo combination up, down, up, down, right, left, right, left, jump. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. But it takes the ability, you know, to know, practice. Sometimes instead of, you know, people got go into a routine where you, okay, you come home, it's nine o'clock, we turn off the news and, you know, you rub my butt so I know what that means. And then it's time and you get on top of me and we do the thing and you collapse and then we go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why, why not instead of, actual intercourse why not massage each other and you know have just intimate touching that changes a whole dynamic of a thing Mm -hmm. it does and sometimes just that alone can be arousing and can make situations that would not otherwise bring a person to orgasm male or female orgasm 
sometimes spontaneously and sometimes with intercourse. Like you never know. Right. So I, I actually, I was reading, not, I wasn't reading something. I was watching something and there was um, this young lady who was, um, I believe her, I believe she carried the title. I think she was a certified sexologist and she Go. made a statement that said it takes 40, I'm sorry, 18 to 45 minutes to be completely aroused. Yeah, that does it can take me. anywhere between 18 to 45 minutes to be completely aroused. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, even the person she was talking oh, to was like, <laughs> yeah. And so even the person uh, she was talking to was like, oh my God, like, I've been I've been messing around with uh, he, he equated it to like a frozen TV dinner. Like, I haven't even thought it all the way out yet. And I'm already just... <laughs> Try to try yeah. to eat it, and I was like, "Have you ever seen a? Have you ever seen a vulva puppet?" I have. Yeah. So, can you imagine all of that having to like engorge with blood to be fully aroused? Like, it's a lot. <laughs> I was just—I was so blown. I was so blown away. And so, okay. Yeah. So, when it comes to um sex before marriage and this will be probably my last question about that when it comes to sex okay. before marriage how do oh, we did kind of get away from that how do you what what would you suggest or yeah what would you suggest um people do to get full knowledge of themselves because i believe that you have to know what you like in order to express what you like and what you don't like and sometimes you won't know until you're in the situation but for the basics you know what I mean like how yeah, do you so how, do, my, how do you figure that out without feeling like you're doing something dirty or without being like oh my god I'm committing a sin ooh if it's a sin for you then it's a sin for you like I said, if, if the Bible doesn't prohibit it, then you know you do what you what you do. But mm-hmm. um, I am a big proponent for masturbation. Um, why I say this is because um, how else do you know what feels good for you? And mm-hmm. this is not. By no means am I basing this on scripture. This is just sharing talking. Um, how else do you know what you like and what you don't like? What feels good for you? Um, and I don't even mean necessarily masturbation or that. What I mean is really more like um, I would consider it a self exploration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm what does it feel like when I touch, I'm going to say all of the places where the skin is crinkly on your body, your lips are crinkly, like elbows have that crinkly skin. There's a certain sensitivity to the places in your body that have that crinkly kind of skin. Hmm. Um, Your nipples have that crinkly kind of skin on Mm -hmm. it. Like your kneecaps have that crinkly kind of skin on it. Like um, touch all of those places and see how they, to you what about it do you like 
if you don't like it? What about it do you not like? Even um, just the pure with people will call sensation play like if you something as simple as sitting in a chair and breaking your nails up your thighs like do you like that sensation what about Uh it do you like what about it do you not like so I guess I I wouldn't exactly call it masturbation I just would say exploration play if that play leads you to your genitals then so be it you know what I'm saying nobody is saying diddle yourself really I'm just saying just explore just explore explore your body you know you don't have to use anything you have hands we've been doing this since we were children um you know just find out what the parts of your body do how they respond to touch right um when how does your body respond when your hands are cold how does your body respond when your hands are warm different types of pressure light pressure dark i mean hard pressure like exploration of touch more than anything not necessarily right because at, at some point somebody else will be touching you so you would have to be able to tell them how to touch you based off of what you know you like because you touched yourself exactly and you gotcha. say, no 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 touch me there or you know don't please don't put anything in there <laughs> you know what i mean right. like i don't i don't like it to be touched that way um and you know it's some and also be open to evolution of self some things will oh, change yeah. that's over a big time one. that's you know, a big things one. that you things that you once liked you may not like anymore the things that you you didn't like at one point you may say okay well let me revisit that because that was 10 years ago when i didn't like that now i've learned some things and i've heard some things i've read some articles whatever um also be open to um aging is a thing Mm. like as we aging and diet are two things that can affect relationships because your drives change yeah and especially when you're in a in a married couple and if you two are around the same age sometimes peak at different times dude and it could cause a problem like you on fire and he not or he on fire and you not or your body is literally on fire you like dude don't even look at me until this thing passes (laughs) through here right you know what I mean like don't breathe too hard over here because it's hot you understand what I'm saying I'm having a personal summer back up (laughs) back back up on me slim or you know he could be going through something where it's like hey babe I, I promise it's not you I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I mm-hmm. I really want to be there. I'm trying to get with you, but it's, something is going on. Right. You, so you know me, what I mean? So let me ask you this. And this moves back into marriage, you know, and, and just as far as sex is concerned in marriage. Does frequency mm-hmm. matter? Because frequency will change it, it to me. In my personal experience, frequency can depend on anything from week to week. It can change. Mm-hmm. So does frequency matter? Because I, 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 I guess I, I kind of look at it like practice makes perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. is that something that you can apply 
to that? I'm going to say that in marriage, should not matter. And the only reason why I say it should not matter is because there is going to come a time when it's Abraham, if you know what I mean. With mm-hmm. it ain't nothing mm-hmm. jumping off mm-hmm. on either side. <laughs> Y'all still gotta be able to, to look over head on the toothless and still be like, you fine as I don't know what <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Girl, not the ballhead-in-the-toothless-I-cannot-the-ballhead-in-the-toothless-and-you-still-got-to-be-able-to-look-over-there-and-be-like-mm-if-I-could-right-you-know-what-I-mean-y'all-still-got-to-go-together-when-
Oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so that's why that's why I started laughing when you started talking because that's where I thought you were going. Oh no. Nah, and I, I was going I, I think I've given I, I think I've been on some I think I've had moments where I'm like, ah, you gonna have to get this lazy side booty tonight, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And <laughs> sometimes big <laughs> Go watch it. The name of that special on Netflix is called Fat Bellerina. It's hilarious. Oh um, it, um, yeah, fatigue is a lot of things can affect your activity levels. Um, and it can affect environment, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. ladies, you know, y'all may or may not experience this Body is different. Experience, uh, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like too much caffeine. If you're tired, if you're stressed, if you um, things kind of affect your life and your ability to lubricate. So if you there, find a, a, a lubricant. Um, and that, be okay you know, with finding the genteel nature of with it. Like, don't let everybody be and make it That's what I was no just about to say. Like, about the nature girl, of listen. situation. Like, okay, you know. Yeah, because everybody can't say that. Yeah, just have like, a because you right. miss me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you don't want to have that lubrication because it can create traffic tears that will cause you to lose sensation because of scar tissue. Wow. You want to be you. Be able to enjoy sex down the road. So, get so if you're tired and you just can't be bothered, but he wants to bother you, find a little as you might because sometimes you might start off like, I don't feel like it. Right. And then sometimes your body is just like, I quit last week with the money, you know? So, you know, just remember. <laughs> Section, I heard no kind of sex, no kind of way. And it's okay to advocate for yourself. Just be open and honest. Be honest with yourself first and be honest with your partner at all times. Absolutely. Just help okay. Help, help with this. So, I hope. Okay. So, I have one more question. And then we're probably going to have to have this conversation mm-hmm. or finish this conversation because. Is so many different things I think to talk about. So, what are some of the things um, that can help get your spouse in the mood? You know that that are outside because you mentioned that earlier outside of physical touch because I think sometimes we just think that 
oh, as soon as, especially men, um, men, okay, sometimes you think that as soon as you touch, then it's supposed to be Niagara Falls, and that's not always how that works, because women's bodies are different than yours. So help out the men and and women, um, help, help the people to know, like, okay, these are the things that can help if you are trying to get me to this place to be ready for you. These are some of the things that you could do. Well, you know, everybody is different. Um, and for examples, because you're you right, know, everybody is the, the way to, yeah, of course. No, and you know, they say for men, you reach them eyes for women you reach us through our ears um for some women it's a turn on men especially for those ladies who run the household sometimes if you just wash the dishes that might be honey if you wash the dishes beyonce say she gonna take you to i'm gonna take you to red lobster if you wash the dishes (laughs) (laughs) you know sometimes washing the dishes is a turn um you know, leave a, a love note. This goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Stick a, a mm-hmm. in in a pocket or a laptop case somewhere where you know it bound. You know, it could be mm-hmm. and two. And I love you. Something sweet, and then something you know, a little a little ready for work type. Mm-hmm. Like so girl, make, like make don't, them like, don't open then, this in front of people. with it at the end of the night, or you know, if you know you all make them wait until the following night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just the answer of it, um, ladies, to one of these places or order online if you you know want to be discreet. Get um a flavored body pack. Send him a random text that says, I'll put this, get that out over the air. Either way, well, maybe he's not <laughs> listening. Um, take a, a body powder and put it in four spots. So send him a text that you put it in. And, you know, I'm trying to find it. Yes. You know. I'm here for it. Um, you know, gentlemen, you know, use your bell light in the morning before you leave the house and tell her something slick in her ear. You know, and give her a little look or pinch a booty or slap a booty and walk out the door. You know what I mean? Listen, something out of, the, out if, of the ordinary. If man walk past me and he don't grab my butt, we got a problem. Yeah. I'm instantly you know like, I mean? um, hello, what did I do to you today? Be one of them, one of them hot. You know how they think they sexy. Some wifey, one of them. <laughs> Tell her how you right. can't wait to see her when she, when you get home. Be waiting for you with no panties on. Oh my god, what he said? What? Oh my goodness, like, girl, I'm going. You know home. what I mean? Just girl, something that, out of the that's ordinary. What said. So, right, I'm, right. Let me call my mother and see if she can babysit. You know right. what I mean? Like just something ordinary. <laughs> something out of the ordinary that's usual that breaks up the monotony of the week. I mean, nobody's saying it's gotta be a two hour slow 
even if y'all can sneak off in the closet or in the bathroom real quick mm-hmm. and, and get a quickie, you know what I mean? It's just something to break up the day to, to keep everything exciting. And just, again, just to, to reconnect real quick, you know, and use stuff off label. Like, um, what's that? Um, you know how you brush your teeth at the mm-hmm. end of the night? Uh, mm-hmm. um, just mouthwash right at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. To your advantage, it's minty. Special kiss is for late. Two ladies, but if you giving your husband a special kiss, hmm. that's good because that hot and cool sensation, hot on right. the way down and cool on the way up. Yeah, right. the same works for nipples. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just a little sum sum. Listen, okay, so what we're going to have to do, because I'm pretty sure that um, there there is a lot more to talk about. Um, we, we're either going to have to come back for another episode, or I'm going to have to have you do a blog post. Okay. To post to the website so that you can share information, you can share links if you have them. Um, because I think that people need to hear these things and especially with wedding season coming up like listen girls men I'm gonna need y'all to you know take some of this stuff and stick it in your back pocket going into these marriages because it's important um but but then even before getting married to have this you know some of this knowledge that you can use um beforehand just so that you are informed and you do know what you want and that starts with educating yourself um standing up for what you like and what you don't like and communication communication is always key in anything um even in the relationship the Mm -hmm. sexual relationship with yourself so um yeah on that note for a couple of minutes just Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, right along with the financials and the how many kids you want, like, there should be a discussion about sexual preferences and sexuality thrown in there. Not, you know, not being gross about it or being, you know, over the top, but just, you know, just so you know whether you're on the same playing field and equally yoked as it were. Hey, y'all, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Church Girl, Etc. the podcast as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you want to follow me on social media, do so by following me on IG at underscore HeyBree. That is at underscore H-E-Y-B-R-I. Or follow me at Church Girl, Etc. That is at Church Girl, E-T-C. You can also visit us at the website at churchgirletc.com. So make sure you do that so that you can subscribe to the website and get all things Church Girl, Etc. in real time. Okay. I hope that you enjoy this day. And until next time, peace.